0: Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcasts. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 43 of Amber on Podcasts. I have someone really fantastic to introduce you to. For all my ladies out there, you will love her. Every woman loves her. But men, you don't go anywhere because dudes love her too. I think the guys may uh, like her even more, actually. She's not threatening like she might be to some women. But my beautiful ladies out there, I know that you will not be threatened. You will be excited and thankful that there is a great, strong, and wise, fit woman among us. And this woman is working to uplift other women, and change the world. The woman we are focusing on today is Lori Harder. Lori is a fitness champion. She won three titles in one year, sweeping the competition and landing several fitness magazine covers. Lori is an expert in bliss, and her focus is on helping other people love themselves and own their lives and their experiences. I learned so much from this woman, and I am so incredibly thankful that I came across her, her interview on the Impact Theory podcast. This is a great podcast hosted by our friend, Mr. Tom Billieux. And I was just scrolling through his episodes, doing a bit of research, and this one with Lori Harder spoke to me. It was like moth flame. This interview is chock full of insight, but she has a different style of delivery. Lori's message is shared in a special way. It's not often that you hear a woman like Lori Harder speak. Her voice is strong and her point of view is clear and graceful. It's a joy to watch and a joy to listen to because Lori's energy radiates. It radiates so clearly through her words and her body language. It's always really gratifying to cover Impact Theory because they deliver both a podcast and a video on YouTube. So you can literally watch the podcast. It's cool, especially if you start with the podcast first. Say you listen to a show and you really like what you hear and you basically Fall in love with the guest. You can go over to their YouTube channel and watch the whole podcast as it was originally recorded. Obviously, this is great for all my fellow podcasters out there. Holla. Head over to my website, mytalkingdollars.com, for all the details and links if you want to check it out for yourself. Now, dear listeners, I know that you know that I go to great lengths to ensure that the people and the ideas that I cover on Amber on Podcasts are worthwhile. My desire is to build trust and share knowledge and be vulnerable with you so that you have a safe place to go when you are seeking out knowledge and trust and vulnerability. So settle in. And if you're feeling really frisky, grab a pen and take some notes, because our friend Lori has much wisdom to share. Let's start the show. Now, a little backstory for our friend Lori Harder. Before she was a fitness model and coach and speaker and author and cover girl, she was a chubby kid in a small town born to a super religious conservative family. She was bullied for being a chubby kid, and it propelled her to become a fitness model. She figured if she put on the armor of having a perfect body, then nobody could ever say anything to hurt her again. But it didn't work out like that. She got the body, she got the fitness studio, and still she felt like she needed more. It was never enough, and as she attained each level, it never felt gratifying. It was more like, oh, okay, I did this, and now... That's it. Lori needed something to fulfill her fully, a way to truly be happy with herself and not rely on some accolade or praise or magazine cover. Lori found that fulfillment when she started helping others, when she started training and coaching and sharing her story and being honest. And most of all, being vulnerable. When she started sharing, the people came flooding in because now they can see you. They want to know how you did it. they want to be around you. They want to learn how you got through, or how are you living with that? That is what gave her the strength and the clarity to help other women and men learn to love themselves and realize that that's, this world is not happening to you, it's happening for you. Over time, she learned that you have to free yourself first. You have to love yourself first before you can help other people. And helping other people is the goal. It's life-giving. You can't just do the external work. You can't just polish yourself up and make every muscle toned, add a little bit of money to your bank account, and think that you are complete as a person because it will never be enough. This is the same problem that I had in my life, my entire 20s and into my 30s. I spent polishing myself up, making sure that my armor was strong enough and convincing enough to never let anyone hurt me or say that I wasn't successful. But it wasn't enough. I never felt fulfilled. And eventually it was stripped from me, and I was left with nothing. I hit rock bottom. For me, I put all of my value and my self-worth into my career, my job, my success. When I hit rock bottom, it was brutal. But it was also one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Because I was forced to be alone with myself and my body and figure out where I could go from there. With no money and no plan. I had nothing but clarity. And it was certain. Lori says your rock bottom is literally when there is nothing, when there is absolutely nothing else. The whole reason that you're here can finally come through because you're stripped of everything and all you have is the internal. When you have all external stripped away, you can finally figure it out if you ask yourself, okay, if all I have is me, And all I have is what I can do with this body or how I can connect to whatever you believe in, God, universe, Buddha. When that's all you have to use, that's when you get the clearest answers. And no one can rob you of your rock bottom. It's yours to own and to nurture and to give meaning to. But what do you do when life serves you a shit sandwich and you have to eat it? Lori gives the best advice here to your listeners. So listen closely. You have to realize that it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Life is about learning to accept and love the journey along the way, to lean in and expect magic and miracles. How do you do this? How do you look at every situation this way? Even when you are pissed, even in the hard times, really stop and calmly reflect and try to decipher what message is being shared with you in that moment. Putting your ego aside, your baggage aside and asking yourself, what is here for me? What message am I supposed to be seeing here? Because there is always a message. And if you don't respond to the nudge, you're going to get the two-by-four. Something else pretty crazy happened to Lori before she was a model. She, her freshman year of college, actually, she was 18 years old, and she had just left home for the first time to attend college, against her family's very conservative wishes. She left for college, and suddenly she's free. Again, she's 18 years old. She's ready to live. She had been homeschooled. Spring break comes around, and she goes to Mexico with her friends. She's drinking. She's partying. At some point, she gets into a cab, and she gets beaten up. She gets choked out. She gets kidnapped, and it's a full-blown hostage situation. At first, Lori is terrified, but after a few hours pass, she realizes something. She has clarity, and she realizes that she has to get this guy to take her back. She has to access the human part of him. She has to find the compassion, the empathy to save her her life. So she starts talking calmly to the driver and she de-escalates the situation. Eventually, eight hours later, he drops her off and she survives. She survives with some chipped teeth and covered in blood. Now that sounds super terrifying. So how can you possibly find the good in that? What was happening there for Lori? Lori says that She was not on the right path at the time. And even though it was a horrible situation and she would never wish it on anyone, it woke her up. And she said she's not sure she would have ever woken up if it hadn't happened. She would have continued to party and do drugs and be reckless. But this changed her. And that is the gift. The transformation is the gift. You have to go through hard stuff in life in order to get to the next level. Because with the next level is going to come the next level problems. And you're not going to be able to handle them to be able to get through them if you can't get through these problems. If you can't survive and transform and realize that this is all happening for you. Lori adopted the belief that everything in her life, no matter how sucky, is happening for her. That it has a message for her. So when she's in the middle of it, she has to ask herself. Why could this potentially be happening for me? What's the message here? What am I supposed to get? Now, I have a personal example of this helping me during a really tough time. I reverse engineered this problem I was facing to make it something that was happening for me. You see, I have a sick mom. My mom, unfortunately, is a heroin addict. And for the last decade, things have gone from bad to worse, as her addiction has gotten more severe and she has lost everything. During one of these really bad times, I got a phone call from my little brother, and he said, Mom is doing really bad. I'm worried she's going to die because she looks so horrible. She looks like an Auschwitz Concentration camp victim, and she won't stop using. She won't stop doing heroin, and I want to save her. I'm worried that if she is alone, she will use and she will die. My brother had a few days off work, and this was his mission. So I joined him because that's what you do as a big sister. But at first, I was not prepared. I knew I had to get into the right frame of mind in order to be strong for my brother and for my mom. I knew it was going to be really scary and really hard to do. You know how I got through it? I asked the same question. I asked, what is here that I need to see? What is here for me? I decided that one day someone might have a situation like this, with a sick loved one, and they might come to me and ask me for advice. And I just might be able to help someone else who is going through a really scary, really ugly situation and be there for them. Tony Robbins says something similar. He says to ask yourself how the worst thing that's ever happened to you is actually the best thing that's ever happened to you. For me, this is my mom's heroin addiction. It's been a really hard road to seek and find the best thing in it. What is happening for me? So ask yourself, what is the hardest thing you've ever dealt with in your life? And how is it actually the best thing? Now, we are also going to have other resistance come up in life. Lori has great advice for that too. She says that when something is coming into her space that is very resistant, she tries her best not to react. She says that the best thing to do is to try to observe the heightened emotions you're feeling and do your very, very best to never react from there. If you feel the resistance, you feel frustrated, angry. Seek to find ways that make you more of that calm state. This is huge if you are in a relationship. If you act from this place, it will not go well. I speak from experience. You have to come back down and figure out what your words are to be able to have people understand you. Because if you communicate from up in the heightened place, people will throw their walls up and you're going to come at the problem from an attacking place or not an understanding place. All businesses and everything is understanding humans. You have to come back down to the human place. You have to come back down to compassion and empathy. She says she will do anything she can. She'll walk away, go for a walk, do anything you can to get yourself to come back down to the level where you can see all angles and come from a place of compassion. Whether it's business or relationships, there's always a side that we don't see, that we don't understand about why they did it this way, why this is coming up. Do anything. Walk away, say a prayer, do something so that you can get back to that place, to see it from all angles and have compassion. This is a must if you want to be understood and if you want to have good relationships, working relationships, and personal relationships. Another thing to remember is you can live the nudge life or you can live the two by four life. Lori is a big believer in messages, life, the world, the universe, God. We are all receiving messages all the time. But it's up to you to decide if you want to listen. If you don't, you might get a nudge, then a poke, then maybe a slap, then a two by four. And when life hits you with a two by four, you're going to wish you'd paid attention to the nudge. Lori adopted the belief that everything in her life, no matter how sucky, is happening for her, that it has a message for her. So when she's in the middle of it, she has to ask herself, why could this potentially be happening for me? What's the message here? What am I supposed to get? If you don't get the message, then it will keep coming into your life in different forms, whether it's a person, a business issue, relationship in your life. It's going to keep on coming and trying to deliver this message until you get it. If you don't get it, it will knock you over the head like a two-by-four. So you can live the nudge life or you can live the two-by-four life. I love it when people are really real and authentic. When they talk about real-life shit and are honest about their problems. Once again, our girl Lori comes through for us and has some great advice about gossip. Something that is widely practiced yet hardly discussed. I believe we can all agree that words hold power, they have weight, and they can tear someone down or lift someone up. Lori believes that words can be the launch pad for someone's entire life, entire career, or entire well-being. Maybe you've had someone who says something really inspiring to you that makes a difference and makes you keep going. Knowing the power of our words when we are talking about someone, we are intentionally trying to harm them. It's just an energetic boomerang because what we say about someone always says more about us. It's just an energetic boomerang because what we say about someone always says more about us. Whether we think it or not, the person who is hearing us say those words, they are feeling it and they're immediately not trusting you or saying, okay, it's just a matter of time before I am the feast for them. People tend to pull back. We need to be so aware of what we are doing with our words and always, no matter how hurtful that person has been to you, gossip is never going to make it better. It's always going to make it worse. There's a good kind of gossip, though, and a malicious type of gossip. Good gossip is done with the intention of releasing the person, forgiving the person, or figuring out a problem so that you know you are having a solution-based conversation. A good conversation with somebody that you trust, someone who can, you can have the space to talk about what really happened, to know it's a safe space to be really real and focused on release, forgiveness, or solving the problem. Gossip is never good, my friends. It's a lesson for all of us to learn so that we can all do more good for more people most of the time. Wow, what a genius gem angel from heaven. I am so thrilled to be able to share Lori Harder's story and ideas with you, dear listeners. Thank you for taking the time to learn and grow with me. I appreciate you so very much. If you love the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating. All of the show notes from today's episode and all other episodes are at my website, mytalkingdollars.com. Thank you for being you, you sweet angels. And until next time, thank you. Love you. Bye.